Hi, this is Spencer Dorowitz, former forward for the Dundee Stars, and you're listening to A View from Section C. A View from Section C is sponsored by Don Michel Italian Restaurant, Perth Road, Dundee. Well, hello folks, we are back. Um, episode 37 on the Don Michel sponsored A View from Section C podcast. Senior, a couple Junior. of weeks since we were last on. Um, has been. Work, basketball, some personal stuff. Um, celebrating for a weekend. Birth- yeah, celebrating your mum's <coughs> 60th birthday. <laughs> 21 again. Um, yeah. yeah, so we're back. We do apologise. It was a hectic week last week, but we are here again. Now that the the hectic period is over, Senior, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, it's still hectic at work, right? But you can what it's like in there when it's a lead up to Christmas. It just goes mental. Yep. Hey ho. Um, but yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It was good to see we got uh, some sort of an apology from one half of the Dode Fox podcast. Apologising. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was good. A, I was good at big tall Paul. I was good on to. To reach out like that, so appreciate that. So we're all good again. We're we're back again. The view from section C in the Dod Fox podcast. We are podcast friends. Oh, friends! Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're all back together again. Oh, but yeah, um, yeah. Been a been a hectic again. Like you say, still still a hectic week. Um, yeah. obviously we are recording this on Thursday night. Um, the only night I've got off from basketball this week. So yes, it is a very hectic week still, but it's been a bit of a hectic kind of period with hockey as well. Um, you know, we had a, a a weekend, we had a midweek game, we've got a, a weekend game, and then the Friday Saturday coming up this weekend. So yeah, yeah it's a busy busy time. Uh, it's going to come up to a busy busy time because it's Christmas coming I'll, up soon. I'll, I'll tell you, you know what I'm really enjoying about the hockey just now, apart from we're winning games now, is yeah. Saturday night games. Saturday night games. Love a Saturday night game. Must admit, love a Saturday night game. A home game. Love it. Is that? That's usually because Billy McGuinness is pissed. Uh, Billy's letting me do now. Billy's got the big boy pants on now, is he? <laughs> Aye. Yeah. Daddy. Hey, Daddy Cool, eh? Got Daddy McGuinness. Yeah. yeah. So, well, come on. We've never, we've not really seen them. So, for a view no. from Section C, congrats to. The Billy and Sophie on, on the back so. of their baby boy. Uh, Very much so. We'll see. Um, hope, hopefully, the three of them, and I do say the three of them, are at the game at the weekend. I'll be disappointed if they're not. Yeah. God, you were you were saying to me last weekend when we were standing in the queue, you were disappointed that Billy never turned up for the the Cardiff game. <laughs> well, exactly. Because if you think about it, I was something Billy put on Facebook that, that Sophie had had the baby at something like three minutes past the morning. eight in the morning. Aye. So face off was seven o'clock at night. So in my opinion, no excuse. Sophie maybe had an excuse. <laughs> but Billy, no excuse. I'm not having it. <laughs> or if Billy wanted to stay in the house with the wee man, then Sophie could have been again. Exactly. Someone could I'm have been there. I'm not having it that the two of them had to stay in the house. Like, like, like what you said about Dode Fox, eh? Well, I'm not upset, I'm just disappointed. 
just disappointing. <laughs> yeah, well, we we're having uh we're having uh you know make up to a few people here because there was one very in particular disappointed uh listener on yeah. Saturday, Mister Craig Niche. Yes, um, exactly. Pull us up in the queue and everything. Jesus, I asked him if it was Pizza Gate and everything yeah. as well. Ah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was uh, verbally abused in a, in a Dundee Stars queue for no putting it a podcast. But <laughs> we're back, we're back. So, Craig, Craig will have uh, something to listen to. Well, see, he's when he's out, then he's bent and decorating, and that'll yes. keep him going there. Yeah, well, he might he might get a wee job at us if we didn't get our painter decorator backs run soon. Uh, if we were snagging this for Jim Wimbell because they're absolute cowboys. But yeah. moving on on that. Let's go and look at some games that have been played. And out of these three games, there was two victories in this. Exactly. The first one being the Cardiff Devils. So obviously we missed this um, due to being away from one's 21st, 60th, 21st. Um, so Stars opened the scoring at 10-12 in the power place from Ben Soke, assisted by Semyonovs and Sonch. Ryan Penny equalised at 16-32. Stars took the lead again through Carter Folk, assisted by Ryan Dow at 23-29. Josh Waller equalised again in the power play at 27-23. Elijah Bariga, assisted by Dow and Semyonovs, 36-14 on the power play, gave the Stars the lead again. 41 seconds into the third period, uh, Joey Martin, obviously Joey Martin always pops up uh, on the power play. Yeah, on the power play at 40-41. Briga with his second of the night at 45-24 on the power play, assisted by Semyonovs again. And then the hat-trick hero, Elijah Briga, assisted by Philippe Sange at 54-51, giving the Stars a 5-3 victory yeah. over the Cardiff Devils. Um, a bit of a shock, considering how we'd been playing the 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 last few weeks and the inconsistencies that we'd had but we'd said it on the podcast when we reviewed the game or we were speaking about the game beforehand yeah. saying that, that who is it that stopped them getting their Guinness World Record you know when we got our first win in the late league again it was against Cardiff it was for a bit of a bogey yeah. team at times for them and I think they might have came into Dundee just expecting to roll over and, and just you know not really hate to yeah. turn up and play the game and win. Yeah. But we came out battling. I called it. I did say it. When you asked me what you expect and what do you think? I said I'm expecting a home win. Two points. Um there's there's just something about the stars over the years when they play Cardiff, yeah, they suddenly turn up. And I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't care if it's Cardiff's travel, whether it's they're gonna come in thinking they're getting beat every week, teams are Getting a four, five, six, seven every week or whatever, yep. and as you say, the maybe you thought, yeah, this will, we'll 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 go a wee bit lighter here, and they got yep. put in their place. Yes, we were there. Obviously, we never seen it. We were following it, and then on the Sunday, we seen Barigas go. <laughs> yeah, um, stop it, just guy, stop it. The guy is a bit of a. A bit of a human highlight reel at times. He really yeah. is. You know, you've seen some of the stuff he did in college, and you think, you know, will he be able to do that when he goes into the pro leagues? Where's your answer? Um, yeah. He, he's, he's a well, well, come on, um, but he's yeah. a different kettle of fish in this team. 
he, when when he's when him and when him and Sonche are, are are up for it, then yeah. they give the whole team a lift there. Yeah. So we're in that, you know, we get the two points. We then have to go to Coventry uh, in the midweek game on the telly. And again, it's another deflating performance yeah. in front of the cameras for us. We didn't hear much luck with the cameras in yeah. front of us. So um, Garrett Johnson at 11.01 gave Coventry a one nothing lead into the first period. Um, quick fire double from John Kern and then Colton Yellowhorn at 35-36 and 36-25. And then Peyton Franti at 48-32 on the power play, giving Coventry a 4 nothing wing. I'd heard a lot of people speaking about the game and said it, it was just another shadow performance of what we were against Cardiff and yeah. when we beat Sheffield away and got a point in Belfast the, the games that well let's not let's not beat around the bush Coventry are, are a decent side this year they're yeah. no fantastic but they're no they're no shit they're, they're that they're steady they're solid Danny Stewart's put together a really good team this year but I'd still be expecting us to compete against them yeah and uh, and even and I know these people uh, call themselves the happy clappers um, Stella and uh, Andy Strange they call themselves the happy clappers now and even even they were saying that that it wasn't a performance that we could yeah. be proud of there was no real effort or, or tenacity it's, in them at all it's a strange thing um, and it's like we had this issue last year where we put performances in yeah, and then we would be poor and then we'd put a good performance in and then we would be poor yeah. Coventry away is always a hard game. It always has been throughout the years for Dundee, and obviously yeah. it still is. Um, did I expect to win in Coventry? Honestly, probably not. But I think the Cardiff win gave me a sort of a bigger expectation that we, we've turned the corner. We could do something here. We could maybe get a bit of overtime yeah. or a shootout or whatever, but, you know, take them really close. Yeah. But again, it's these quick-fire goals that are absolutely killing us. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and we can't afford to do it because yeah. then, it, at one nothing, you're hanging around and you're still in there. But you go into the second period and within, what, a couple of minutes, you're 3 nothing down and you're thinking, what's happened here? The game's gone. The game yeah. is absolutely gone. Um. And I don't know what it is. I just, yeah, I just, I, I'm lost for words at, at, at times with this team. Eh? Um, yeah, sometimes, it, it, sometimes we'll praise them, and sometimes we're just like, what on earth is just what have we witnessed here? Yeah. And it's like, like you say, um, the Cardiff win, I think, gave everyone a bit of renewed energy of yeah. these guys can play, they can beat the big teams, uh, especially like, okay, Sheffield away, but. We can beat the big teams on home ice. And that's what we always say. You know, win your home games and hope for the best on the road and you'll have a decent season. Yeah. But we, we just kind of find that consistency so think, in it. I think for the Cardiff game, was that no Chris Leidsman's first game? The Cardiff game? Yep. Yeah. So yep. you bring him in and from all accounts, and, and we'll discuss it because we were at the five games, so we've seen more of him. Mm-hmm. Um, came in, just your state old D-man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And they bring this, and he's a big guy. He's, he's what six two or something. He, he, he's a big guy. He, he, he could be physical from from all accounts. Yep. Um, I think Hassey knows him. Justin Farina knows him. So you think, yeah, he's probably maybe no mix it. I think he's fought Hass when when they were younger, but you could handle himself. And you go and you get that boost of him signing. You then go and beat five. Uh, sorry, you then go and beat Cardiff five three, and then you yep. go Coventry, and you turn in a display before Chris Leisman had signed. Yeah, and you think, oh God, I've, I've, for me, and then, and then began thinking again. God, have we have we made an hard mistake here? Yeah, but and then and then <laughs> they make the total cock up on the score sheet, and number twenty one, Johan Eriksson, is on the score sheet. Against Coventry, is that the yeah. when they had to come out and announce that? Oh, sorry, yeah, we've not really signed them yet. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So the Elite League announcing um, a stars player signed before the stars do it, um, and very much reminds you of the old saying of the Elite League being a beer league. Um, <laughs> just uh, yeah. unreal, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Johan Eriksson um, coming in. Um, as you said, you know, I kind of forget his name because, oh, a player. And I'm like, what are you on about? And you met Carlson, but <laughs> Eriksson. Uh, Car- Carl Eriksson instead of Eric Carlson. Carl Eriksson. <laughs> Honest to God. You'll not forget his name because he's on the back of your shirt. I think he is. Um, but yeah, so he came, Eriksson came in for the fifth game. Um Leidsman as well, and I'm going to come back to Leidsman after we review this, but yeah, so a big, big character win, I think, for us um, against Flyers. Flyers have been really... Okay, we're level on points in the league, and we'll come on the league table in a second, but they're a team that's been really steady, and you know they've pumped Nottingham, um, they've pumped a few teams and lost a few games themselves, um, but Dryden Dow got us off to... a uh, a good start in that second period, um, assisted by Sonja Bariga at 23-39. We then go 2 nothing up through Elijah Bariga, uh, assisted by Dow and Sonja, 35-52 on the power play. Um, a bit of a killer for us, I thought. Um, Yanni Kivalati pulled one back at 39-15. I don't think they win that period at all when they scored. Yeah, that, that, was, the... that, that could have tipped the... Uh... The balance towards yeah. anyway, but I thought we'd done really well uh, yeah. at the start of the third period. Uh. Well, start of the third period, uh, the big friendly giant himself, Ian Parker, assisted by Craig Garrigan and Leisman at 46-29. Zach Phillips scored on a mistake from the Stars in our own zone um, at 56-45. And then Philippe Sange with the empty netter. Um, assisted by Carter Folk and Elijah Briga at 59.07, giving the Stars a, f- a very well-deserved 4-2 victory. Um, I read a lot of the Fifers comments after the game, which said they made us look good. Um, you know, Fife were terrible. There's a poor Stars team they were playing against. It should be a win. I just thought we totally neutralised Fife's game from the start. I thought the first period, it was evens. And then the second period, I thought we absolutely dominated them. Like, there was... Fife didn't even look like scoring 
and then they get that break right at the end of the period, and it's like fuck, we're two we're in a two one game here when we're cruising, and then third period again, I thought we were dominating. Parker scored. I'm going to come back to him in a second. Um, Parker scored, and then a, a mistake. They get the puck. Uh, it's a, effectively it's a two on one, and he goes top shelf. Uh, Phelps goes top shelf on on Anton, but then we get the empty netter. Two periods we totally yeah. dominated against them, and it's the first time I've seen us really dominate thought, a team all season. Yeah, I thought we totally played them and outworked them. Um, mm-hmm. And I think have you have you listened to Dutyum's post match com- uh, chat with Stars TV? I think he basically said the same. Yeah, they were just totally outworked, outworked and outplayed, outfought every yeah. department. Uh, yeah. Again, if it hadn't been for Owen, we yeah. yeah could have we could have scored an absolute barrel load. Absolute there was some load. absolute belter of saves by Shane Owen in that game. Yeah, he, some listen, unreal ones. I've always said that that's his job. Eh? That that's oh, what yeah. he does. He he allows Fife to stay in games. Um, yeah. And that's all you ask in that window, and allow the players, the skaters, yeah. to go and and do the job for you. However, yeah. if you watch, I think it was one of the power play goals. I can't remember. There's one goal you see from behind the goal, and I think it might have been Barigas. It was Barigas in the second period to go two and up, and Parker has planted himself. Right in front of Shane Owen, and you can see the highlights from behind the goal. Shane Owen cannot see past that guy. No, and that what I thought we'd done well on on the, the Saturday night against Fife was we played to Ian Parker's strengths. Yeah, that was, and by I thought far, he was really good. Yeah, by far his best game for for the Stars. And, and you know what? Like, listen, I've I, I've oh, not not publicly or on social media or that. I've not been his biggest fan since he came in. I'll be honest. But I think he has steadily improved over the last few weeks. Um, seemingly, he was very good in Coventry um, in the 4-0 loss. But that game on Saturday against Fife, in and around the net, big body presence, you know, holding yeah. the... You know what? I can't believe I'm waiting to use this analogy. I'm waiting to use a, a football analogy here in, in ice hockey. He was a... <laughs> David Sims would go mental when he listens to this. It was like he's like the John Daly of the stars. He was just able to hold that puck up so much behind yeah. the net, and and you know, guys were just bullied. Yeah. Like he was just standing. Guys were trying to hit him, and he's just the big gangly boy's just staying on that puck. He's just he's, he's just freakishly tall. He's, <laughs> yeah, right. He's, he's he's an absolute giant. Like he's six foot nine. He looks awkward on skates. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, he does. There's players that are smaller than him at six foot five, six foot six, six foot seven. Look awkward on skates. Yeah. Right. But he's got great hands for somebody yeah. at that height. For a big man, his he's hands got are decent. Great hands. Yeah. Um, and I totally agree with you. I think it's probably his best game he's played since he started. Yep. He got man of the match, and I can yep. understand why he got it. Right. Yep. But and there's a but for me, he stole it from Dryden Dow. Oh yeah. Dryden Dow was immense yep. against Fife. Yep. And for me, that happens because of Chris Leidsman. 
Yep. And the funny and you know what? It's funny you say that because my point that I was going to come back to about Chris Leidsman was I barely saw him on the ice. Barely yeah. even acknowledged him being there. And I was just yep. like, right to the end of the game, he's skating around and I was like, fuck, I forgot he was playing. Like exactly. steady, stay at home, no exactly. shit, no mistakes, and let Dryden go and do his fucking job. Exactly. And, and, I, and I, I was so surprised when I realised he was still playing and got the yeah. assist. And I was like, oh yeah, that guy's playing. <laughs> I forgot yeah. we signed him. And I think and I think Dryden will be absolutely loving that because he'll know that if he goes, for example, if he's maybe playing with Ryan Verrier and Dryden goes, he's maybe a bit, oh shit, Verrier's up here as well. He knows Leisman's not yeah. going up the ice. He knows, he knows that Leisman is sitting at the back just mopping it up. Um, yeah. And I was the same as you. I seen him on the ice, but he just, he went on, done his job, yeah. came off, went back on, and that's I done. But Dryden down, what a performance, honestly. Best player on the ice by an absolute yeah. country mile, in my opinion. Like. Yeah, no, he was, he was good. Um, but yeah, the thing, I'm going to go back to Ian Parker as well. There has been a lot of criticism of him since he signed. There has been a lot of people saying he doesn't really look interested. But if you watch back, I don't know, I've not watched the highlights, but if the camera zooms in on him after he scores, tell me that is not a player. Or tell me that's a player that's not interested in being at Dundee. And and the the relief out of him, the, the release of energy when he scored, like, Let's be honest, you know, he put the puck on the net. I think Owen will definitely want that one back. It trickled through him and went in, considering all the saves he makes during the game. But the 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 passion that came out of him and and the relief that he's finally scored. Yeah, it was the big celebration when he scored it, and then it's the fucking woo right at the back. And and you know what? What what I liked about it as well was was that, right? But it was how his teammates reacted. Yeah. Yeah, to me that showed that the rest of his teammates appreciate what that guy's trying to bring to this team. Yeah, yeah, right. He, he's he's had a lot of criticism, um, but I, I've noticed it recently that there is more praise for the guys, the guy now. Yeah, than what but there is criticism. It, it's like we're saying, you know, we played to his strengths against Fife. He was on the third line which is probably where he should be. And a lot of people, we, we always say this about guys that come from the ECHL and stuff, we don't sign big scorers. No. We bring in a lot of grinders or four-checking guys. Parker, again, you, you can say what you want about him, is skating, fucking Bambi or whatever, right? The guy's not the best skater, or he might just look awkward. He might be a good skater, he just looks awkward yeah. skating. But he's he's a grinder. That third line, yeah. he's a third line player in an ECHL or that okay that's where we need to play strengths we did it on Saturday I thought he was brilliant I'm hoping that that's now him kickstarting as well now yeah Um, Um, I'm I'm sitting here trying to remember what what the lines were so we know what the first line is the second line was what Soke Ericsson and Hugo see I thought Hugo was with Parker and that's that's what I can't I'm trying to picture other players there we're, uh, we're gonna we're gonna do this. Um, we're gonna bring up uh, the game sheet on, on my phone yeah. right now. Um, yeah. 
Carter Folk was it? No, Carter Folk, so, it was we Soaky. Ah, you are you're correct. So it was Hugo, Howlett and Parker. That's it. That's it. Um, yeah. And but then and there was a slight that, rotation with Garrigan being on with Parker at some points, where as well yeah, as Ruckness. Yeah. Uh, um, and I think I think Soki and Ericsson are going to be a really good together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and Parker, Reinhardt, and Howler all play the same kind of game. But they've all got different skating. Like yeah. Mark could get a puck and just boom, he's away. Yeah, and and it, and it does help the team a lot. Uh, Hugo just gets in people's faces. End of the game, he's in Lawrence's face, which was great. I'm going to come across here, give you a wee dig, and fucking wind you up. But get what was he playing at? Lawrence yeah. started it. What was he playing at? Yeah, he's honestly yeah. he's such a dick. You know, but someone else did it as well. I can't remember who it was, but. I actually think it was Stella Young again that had said that he was kept in his fucking lane last season and didn't start any shite when Haas was there. And then as soon as we've not got a fighter, oh, I'm Billy Big Boss. Fucking do one. Absolutely do one. But think about it though, right? How many teams are going to be like that with us this year? Yeah. There'll be a lot. There'll be a lot of teams that are us. You know, Leidsman now is hopefully the guy that kind of stops it from happening. I hope Um, so, yeah. Yep, you know, we, we we also had Parker as well, although it wasn't really a fight. He did drop the gloves the other week, um, and same with Folk. Eventually, again dropping the gloves. Um, yeah. But just on Ben Soke, um, so I'm going to go through some uh, wee time on ice here. Obviously, the Elite League put this up about players' time on ice. So obviously, our highest player time on ice, average time on ice is Dryden yeah. Dow at 25 minutes and 50 seconds. Elijah Bariga at 23.06. Now, Ben Soke's only played nine league games, okay? However, he is our lowest import on time on ice at 14.39. Yeah, strange, yeah. I, I just don't... Yeah. I know the guys have uh, played... Uh, he's played half of what they have. I think it's 18 games we've played. He's played half of them. You'd still expect that figure to be a bit higher. I'd still be looking at yeah. that at about maybe... Is he even 18 19? Yes, that's, that's what I'd have thought he'd been sitting at around yeah. about, about that time. Uh, I, I find it I find uh, it crazy that I must admit, I really like Ben Soke, yeah. yeah. I really do. I think he's a fantastic player. The other week I was I was actually sort of advocating I actually thought that he should have been put on the first line and Semyonov switched mm. back to the second line to give Soke more ice time. However, yeah. maybe now that Ericsson's came in. That might you might begin to see the ice time going up the yeah. right. Yeah, I hope so. Well, that, that was my ma- point. Massive, right. massive win, massive as it says on the t-shirt. Massive, massive win, massive, massive win against Fife. Um, and it was good coming on the back of a former hundred and doing Covenant. Yeah, so obviously it sets up the league table um, as shown on the screen now. If you're watching on YouTube, um, so Guildford currently sitting. At the top on 31 points after 18 games. Next in second place is Sheffield, 25 after 16 games. So already a six-point gap between Guildford and second place. Um, but looking further down towards us in the table, Glasgow rock bottom still um, with nine points. They're now tied on points with Manchester, um, who are in ninth place with four games in hand on them. 
they have four games in hand on us as well. We are in eighth place on 12 points. And Fife, obviously, we managed to get that win against them, which brought us back onto level points with the Flyers. Um, the same amount of games played, 12 points. Nottingham, you're looking at that, they've got three games in hand, but they're only a point above with. And they've got to win these games in hand. Yep. And they've got to get, well, they've got a new coach, but, um, you know, getting rid of their coach, bringing in somebody new, but old. Um, very surprised yeah. at Corey Nielsen going back there. Um, but, yeah, for me, the concerning side of things still is that 79 goals against after 18 games. Um, you know, nice. but hopefully, nice. hopefully, Leidsman coming in sharpens that up a little bit more. Um, you know, I think the defensive side of things, it, it had, you know, we still make a number of mistakes at the back, um, as evident by Fife capitalising on, on them. But, you know, you look at Cardiff, kept them to three goals. They can score a barrel load if they want. We've kept five to two. Okay, we've conceded yeah. four in Coventry, but again, it's only four. You know, we've been losing games six, seven. Yeah. You know? the, the, the positive for me, if we're going to take the positive out of those three games, is we scored five against Cardiff and four against Fife. Yeah. Considering the last time we'd done the podcast, we were averaging two goals again. And I was yeah. saying, if, if, if somebody goes 2 nothing in front of us, we're not winning games because we only scored three goals. Well, they've proved me wrong because they went and scored five. They were getting beat company, but they were going to score four against five. So it does go to show that yep. if we take if we create chances and we're getting to take them, we could score goals now. Yeah. Let's yeah. work at the back end now to stop goals. And as you say, hopefully the lightsman will be the guy that stops that. Yeah. Um, but we have to give a shout out. Obviously, we spoke about his goal and stuff, but we have to give a shout out to Elijah Bariga and what a pickup he has been for us. Um, looking at his stats now um, on the screen, it's uh, 18 games played with 12 goals, 10 assists, 22 points. And again, only six penalty minutes, which is good to see. Um, yeah. But 22 points, he is tied fifth in the league. Um, I think he's tied with Colton Yellowhorn for points and goals he is tied second on 12 goals with Scott Conway um, the two top goal scorers are on 13 so he's only a goal behind them um, but just phenomenal yeah. player yeah we we were concerned when Charlie left we thought yeah. okay we've got Sons back what we're we going to get to work alongside Sons with Charlie going, and we bring somebody in of different personalities. Yeah, because Charlie was just so he's shite. shit. Yeah. So he was. Um, Elijah's totally different player, but is putting up the same production. Yeah, as what Charlie was. Could yeah. you imagine if we had Charlie and Sons and Bariga are playing Jesus. together? Yeah, you see when have you have you these three together? I'm 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 going to put myself out there. You're looking at the Conway Goodwin picking its line at that. I'll tell you. Yeah, they'd yeah. be up there with day three. Yeah. Um. So we're about to come up to our last games of the month, um, before we move into December, which also means it's time for the Don Michelle competition time, Larzo. 
I know, we're gonna have to get like a wee Italian tune or something over for that. Um so yeah, Dom Yeah, I know. Um but yeah, Don Michelle, obviously Larzo, you were saying before the show started, month of November's coming to an end. Yes, so that'll be the uh the twenty percent off one, is it? Yeah, the twenty percent off. That is running if you're mentioning a view from Section C podcast when you're in Don Michelle. Uh, so if you mention the podcast, you will get 20% off. But we are coming up to closer to the last week of November. So the 31st, that'll be it done. There'll be no more 20%. Sorry, I'm just uh, I'm shaking my head. I could hear baby barking and mum shouting Barker. in the background there. <laughs> But yeah, twenty percent off ends. Um, what's that? Wednesday next week. Uh, it's, th- it's the early days of September, April, June, and November. So. So yeah, the first one Thursday. Yeah, so I think it's something yeah. like that. So this is so, what yeah. this is the twenty fourth. So yeah, next Wednesday the thirtieth. Yep. I'll close on that date. And listen, so I've heard. Get in there if you want to get twenty percent off. A lot of people have been using it. I've heard. Um, Good. And hopefully, the, the more the better. Yep, but it's competition time, so uh, we've got a good one for you this week. So what we're going to do is we're going to put a post up, um, which is obviously Don Michelle uh, related. We only need you to like and share the post. There's no guessing this time, it's nothing. This is just a big competition for you. So like and share the post, and obviously we'll have a wee comment, you know, tag someone in it that you might want to take with you. Um, But there's going to be two prizes this week. Larzo, not one. Not one, but two. I know. Eh? We are rolling in it now. So, we have in my hand the Don Michelle vouchers. They're here. Good. First prize would win vouchers worth £60 to spend in Don Michelle. And then the second prize. Yeah, no, you can't. You really can't. That's near enough a full meal for two people. Yeah. Um, and your second prize is going to be half of that. So we'll give you a thirty pound voucher, um, for second place. So we'll put a post up. We'll put a, a deadline on it for when you need to have like, shared, um, tag a couple of people in it. More yeah. the merrier, you know. Get yourself in it to win it, and be in with a chance of winning two fantastic prizes and maybe a nice little meal. You know. Treat yourselves just before Christmas. You know, maybe the week before Christmas, you go book yourself in so you don't hate it. Do any cooking, do any cleaning, you know, no, no dishes. Just go do an, an annoy paddy. That's it, just go an annoy paddy. I'm here that. Yeah. Yep. And so, remember, we've still got our half martinis as well. Yes. Once they've done it, how will people know when they've won? Well, it's funny you should say that, senior, because. We will do a Facebook post of everyone's entries onto a big what? Take the we out of this, right? Because if this has got stuff to do with IT, yeah, you're on your own for this, boy, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> the Royal We, <laughs> as in a view from Section C's Facebook page, um, social media pages, we will put everyone's names onto a big electronic wheel. We will hit random winner, it'll all tick round, and that's who will get our prizes for first and second place. So, 
we need to make sure that you have liked the post, you have shared the post in order yeah. to enter this it is so on, to see your names. Yeah, this is on Facebook and Twitter. Yes, yeah, it is indeed. So, competition time. Competition oh, I'm excited for it. So excited for this one. Winner. £30 vouchers for second prize. £90 vouchers in total here, folks. Junior. Unreal. We might get ourselves into trouble for saying this, but this is not like your 50 pence half dominoes. You know what the worst bit about it is? If you want the big prizes, you listen to a view from Section C. Do you want to know what annoys me about the, 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 the percentage of discount off of Domino's? It's only available at the one next to your work. So I can't even get it in our broth. By the time I get wow. back to our broth, I'll be fucking freezing cold. And then we'll have yeah. Pizzagate all over again. So, oh, no. Yeah, we'll never mind that. that. We we'll don't want to go down Pizzagate Road again. Dom Michelle vouchers. £60 first prize and a £30 for second prize. Yeah. With that, because it is now moving on to the last games of November... What better way to do it than an away home against the Glasgow, Brayhead, North Renfrewshire, Lanarkshire clan? Glasgow Airport, Westwick International clan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it never gets bored. It never gets tirsome. Nah, it really doesn't. Nah. Big um, weekend, eh? It is a huge, big weekend. Huge weekend. We, um, we need, as a minimum, to split the games. Is minimum. We can't. We can't afford to lose both of them. We cannot afford to lose one and then maybe only pick up one point. We must get yep. two points. It's got to be a share. Has to be minimum. Yeah. And, it, and I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to be really difficult. Yeah. They they're beginning to put up performances. Maybe not getting the results. But they're now beginning to get a couple of results together. Yeah. Uh, no, I was going to say, I genuinely think this weekend is going to be a split weekend. And I think both clubs will be both clubs will be pushing for two wins. But I oh, genuinely yeah, think yeah. both clubs will want to split the weekend. And I think that's how it will go. I think I, in, in Glasgow, I think it's going to be a Glasgow win. Again, they've got their mojo back about them a wee bit. Their fans are back on, like, on board with them. They're still a bit pissed off that they've not got a, a proper coach announced or a CEO or a pish like yeah. that or whoever's in charge. But they've got their mojo back and they're getting that hockey feel to them again, yeah. Glasgow. Um, you know what I think is strange about them, about the fans, uh-huh. apart from them, they're from the West Coast, right? <laughs> is this, they've, got this, they've got this thing, right, about we've not announced a coach. We need to get a coach announced. The guy Dixon's doing a good job. Doing all right, yeah. Leave it. Why? Why change it? If the, if Stephen Dixon is doing a decent job, they've got. They must be carrying about three or four extra imports. It's ridiculous how many players they've got. But Dixon seems to be doing a job behind the bench. Yeah. Just leave it. Yeah. Just leave it. They could go and announce a different person to coach them, and it goes tits up again, which would be fantastic. Yep. However. Don't go about shouting, we need a new coach, Listen. we need a new coach. How's Neil Black no announcing the coach? Yeah. You've got a coach there, he's doing a job, suck it up bitches and get on with it. Let's be honest, right? Neil Black wants to sell the club. Okay, they've got this this new 
yeah. whoever it is that are coming in to buy the club, right? Yeah. Neil Black, he'll spend money for players. He's not going to spend money on them getting a bench coach. Uh, why would he waste his money right now? Nope. You know, nope. so, yeah. Um, I, as, 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 up, princess. Yeah, <laughs> as, as I say, if, if I was a clan fan, I'd be happy with Stephen Dixon running the bench the way he's running it. Yeah. Um, they've, they, they have got a big enough squad of players without Stephen Dixon having to be the player coach. Yeah, so but yeah, big, big, big weekend. Um, are we capable of getting someone in Glasgow? Of course, we are. Of course, we are. We've yep. done it before. Um, but like you, I'm, I'm sort of leaning towards two home wins this week. Yeah, they'll probably win the Friday game, yep. and um, I think we, we, are, we are more capable of winning a home game on, on, on Saturday night. Yeah. Um, and it would be good because if if they you what you say the fans are back like you know what I mean it's like the Rangers is it you know what I mean the, the the fans are suddenly coming back because they're getting results in that again uh, if they beat us they'll bring a big a big crowd through on Saturday and it would be good to do what we've done to Fife they brought a decent crowd over on on Saturday yep and they all went home crying. And it would be good if the Glasgow fans went home crying as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think the good thing with the Stars right now, there there's no injury worries. You know, nope. everyone's no. healthy. Yeah, they'll be banged up, but they're they're healthy. There's no yeah. one out injured. Um, so yeah, Ericsson's, yeah. Ericsson's now had a week of training. Be, yeah. be the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So looking forward. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And yeah. again, it's another Saturday night game. Yeah. But as we touched on at the start of the show, is Billy McGinnis going to be there? Yeah, well, that's that's a big question. But yeah. the other big question is, Senior, and we're going to take a note on this. Okay. What is Senior's score predictions for Friday and Saturday? Right. I shall say on Friday, I shall say 5-2 clan. Okay. And in the home game, three one or four two stars. Stars to win by two. You can't get that. You got to guess the score. Okay, um, four two. Four two. Four two. So I was going to actually say four two clan on the Friday. Okay. And then I'm going to go really wild here with a two one win for Stars on the Saturday. Very low scoring right. game. It's going to be one of those ones. I think two Junior. very. Timid teams. I would, I would take a 1-0 win on Saturday. We a goal that's miles offside. Now, have you? We a goal that's miles offside. <laughs> that came for an icing. That came for an icing. That should have been called. That wasn't called. <laughs> I, I would take it. Honestly. I, and we had um, six players on the ice. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, one of them, um, and one of them was Jeff Mason. Yeah. Well, there is... Our predictions for the weekend. Um, by all means, we'd love to hear your predictions. So when we put this out on social media, feel free to comment away your score predictions. Um, but yeah. yeah, two big games. Let's hope we're, we're we're you know we've got a big smile on our face come Saturday night going home. Yeah, 
But I think uh, it's going to be. Um, uh, I'm, I'm I'm worried for the Friday. Uh, yeah. I just I I just kind of fathom us losing both games. Eh? No. Next week's podcast. If we get back twice next week podcast, I'll be sitting here with a funeral suit on. <laughs> Honestly, that that's how bad it's going to be. Eh? We can't. There's a guy on on Twitter, Lewis. You've probably seen him. Right, he winds up. A lot of Dundee fans, like fucking multi pack. He's he's a young lad, yeah. He's a young lad. He's a possum. However, we are massive. We are massive. Yeah, you're right. You're massive, but you're bottom of the league. But if they win both of the games against us, they go above us, and I cannot handle that. I know. I know. Can't handle that because but he yeah. will tag every one of us in if they go above us. Yeah. So. But yeah. so yeah, that's it. We're 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 back again after a week off. Um, bumper episode. A lot of games reviewed in there. A lot of game. The two games previewed. Remember, we'll put the post out. We'll put a time frame on it as well for your Don Michelle competition time. Um, obviously, thanks to Paddy. Um, we'll say the staff, but Paddy's business and Don Michelle uh, sponsoring yeah. the show. Um, it's yeah, just phenomenal that that Paddy's. You know, all about helping support when getting getting it out there, and yeah, like to help one of our old players as well, and yeah, certainly getting it, getting extra business. Um, I've also heard that he's fully booked for Christmas Day. Brilliant, unreal. Yeah, good to nice boy. Yeah, good to nice man. I wish I thought of that. Go to Paddy's for Christmas dinner. Well, you can mean you're going out for Christmas Day. Yeah, I know you're coming here. God. I hate to pick up no cooking for us. I hate to pick up that steak up. pie on Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah. Mummy might but, be yeah, driving. Not... Daddy will be pissed. Oh, fuck's sake. Well, I didn't hate to drive him, so I'm going to get pissed with you. We'll review that, that when we get closer to Christmas. Yeah. But um, again, thanks again for listening. Um, Dode Fox podcast. You're no shite bags this week. No. Appreciate the apology. Um, and as I say, let's hope we're here big grins in our faces that we've, we've at least got I'm going to I'm hoping for four points now I really am but hopefully we'll split that weekend yeah split the weekend and that's me going to finish off because I'm going to want to kick fuck out the dog for backing <laughs> 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 on that note uh, it's it's nearly it's nearly uh, fourth World Cup game of the day it's Brazil so we'll be away to watch that but again Thanks for listening, thanks for watching, and we'll see you on Saturday at the rink, and you'll hear from us again next week. Don't you know,